All right. You in? I'm in. All right. Guys, I want to first say thank you for tuning in to Do Better Radio. This is your host, Sunnyside Sam, signing in on this salacious Saturday. I'm pretty sure I'd use that word totally wrong. <laughs> I want to take a nice moment to introduce my wonderful co-host and near and dear friend, Jen, who is now starting his own podcast available on all platforms for Chai Radio. Jen, do you have any handle or you know intro that you want to do? In fact, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, all right. All right. Oh, thank you for introducing me. Oh, you, this, is, this is my homeboy, bro. We go back. back. Um, I'm Jen. I just started Chai Radio uh, recently. Like, you know, shout out to the boy for putting me on. Um, yeah, over, over in Chai Radio is two eyes. Uh, just you know, if you guys are searching me up, it's gonna be Chai Radio completely and a uh, space, and it's gonna be like a little record player as my uh, little. I guess you could like say profile pic. Yeah, um, but um, yeah, check me out. We're gonna be having just normal conversations, talking about life and. Uh, just vibing, listening to music on my record players. Um, yeah, and we're going to have a different record every time. So, yeah, check me out. Thank you. It's really nice, man. You know, putting on... See, me personally, I had... Uh, I think I had Barry White on one, of, on one of my recordings, and I think I had Ohio players on the last one, actually. Nice. Yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't know. I got a ton of stuff that I got to run through. Anyway, um... I guess we're going to get right into it. Guys, this week we want to talk about something that's slightly controversial. It's not really controversial. It's more so some people are going to get offended, but not everyone's going to get offended. And no, it has anything. It doesn't have anything to do with social issues that are popular in today media, you know, today's media. It's more so what exactly we as people will do for ourselves and the ones around us, i.e. our families our workspace, those who we're in relationships with. So today we want to talk about vices. And what I mean by that is what are the quote-unquote guilty pleasures that you partake in, that you know you partake a little too much in? And the only reason that you do that is because you're under stress or you're in you know, a high-energy environment and you haven't fully recharged. So that's going to be our main topic of this week's broadcast podcast. And um, yeah, we're just going to have some organic combo about it. You know, we don't know how long it's going to run. Uh, we just watched Midnight Gospel. Yes. Amazing. Absolutely. Wonderful. If anybody does have Netflix, watch the show. Really organic, really natural. Um, I love using that word, but <laughs> it's just... It's conversation that doesn't really offend people, and that makes it so much more enjoyable. Yeah, that's all I got so far. Yeah, honestly, you're right though. It's I highly recommend the show. The show is so well, so well put together. The art and everything. It gives me like a, when I watched it, I felt a lo-fi vibe, but with a very podcast like essence, which is really dope. Yeah, no, I, I definitely would see that. It was, it was definitely. It's really not. I can't wait for season two. Oh yes, most definitely, bro. That that ending. Oof. <laughs> we won't bro. We're never gonna spoil you guys. Yeah, we're not gonna spoil you guys. Oof. So, so good. Um, yeah. So let's jump into it. First question uh that came across the topic mine is uh what are some of the vices we're gonna focus on the youth today? You know, uh, granted, do better radios for everyone of all ages and all walks of life. But we're going to focus a bit more on the young youth, or should I say the old youth of today. That would be people from 18 to 28, or you can just widen it out, 18 to 30. You know, people who are, quote unquote, figuring it out and still trying to find their anchor or their roots in life. So with that being said, some of the vices that I personally see, yeah, personally see in today's society really you know, these times, and let's just discard Corona. It, it's still here. And of course, you need, still need to be mindful of it. But some of the things that I see are, you know, you have multiple types of people. First type, you have the introverts and then the extroverts. And then oh, yeah. you have the introverts who use that introvertism as staying inside. You know, that's a form of vice. And then you have the extroverts 
who go and wild out to the extreme. So I have a friend of mine who, um, a beautiful soul, absolutely wonderful. But uh, we had to sit down and talk and their uh, vice for, you know, as an extrovert is to go out and party. Granted, you know, most people, okay, I'm going to wait till the weekend, Friday night, Saturday night, I'll go to the mm-hmm. club, I'll go to the bar, etc. Now, mind you, we're talking about all of this before Corona happened. But for this one friend in particular, it could be a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I have work in the morning. I know I do. And it's one of my vices. You know, this is what my friend is telling me. It's one of the things that I know I know it's bad for me. And I know it's absolutely wrong. However, when I'm in that environment, it's a lot easier to abandon some of the weight that I'm carrying. Because for some of us, okay. you know, that weight is, you know, childhood trauma. Yeah, we're going to go extreme, guys. Be prepared for this episode. It can get offensive. <laughs> and, you know, no matter who you are, I apologize if you are offended. But we're just keeping it real here. But some of those weights could be childhood trauma, um, adult trauma, you know, financial situations, really emotional stability issues. And I'm not saying, you know, you have issues with emotional stability. It's just you may be dealing with someone whose emotions you don't necessarily know how to handle because it's not something you've seen before. Or it could just take a lot out of you. It could be, you know, emotionally and physically draining. But they, uh, they've expressed to me that when they're at the club or they're at the bar, they are in that moment and they enjoy being in that moment. And all of the problems from the day, being with the boss, you know, being with someone who's necessarily, you know, by killing, all of those thoughts just fade away. So, you know, that's that's where you have the extrovert. And I thought about that and I said, you know, that's a beautiful thing because um, I'm going to use myself as an introvert example. The introvert, the uh, inside, <laughs> I'm sorry, the introvert vice for me is uh, video games. When I'm inside the house and mind you, with the way my job is set up, I'm out of the house, you know, 530, 6 in the morning. I'm back in 6, 7 o'clock p.m. So, you know, I'm essentially gone for 12 plus hours a day. But when I'm back in the house, you know, of course, I love my family, but I don't necessarily want to have conscious thoughts about talking to my family immediately. So, yeah, yeah, I'll greet them and I'll have dinner with them. But for the rest of the evening, you know, from like eight to 10, leave me alone. I'm on the switch. Um, I will do a shameless promotion. I know they're not going to shout me out, but I play Warframe. uh, Pokemon. (laughs) Uh, what is it? Elder Scrolls Blades that just came out. Yeah. And Minecraft. Who doesn't love Minecraft? Minecraft is the easy way to suck five, six hours out of your day. <laughs> if you're creative and you like, you know, surviving. We only play hard mode out here. But those are some of the things, you know, that I use because it's a lot easier to take my mind off of the pressure of some of the stuff that I'm dealing with. You know, uh, for those of you who don't know, well, who don't know me, uh, I take a very large role in supporting my family, and I'm doing the absolute best that I can. I will tell you that right now. Absolutely. He's, doing, he, he, he's, he's underplaying himself. He's doing very, very well. <laughs> uh, I just want to make sure that my family can eat and go to school, and I just want them to be a lot better off than I am, especially for the younger ones that I'm helping. I just want them to be so much better than me. But, You're doing amazing, bro. Okay. Oh, thanks, man. I, <laughs> I don't really hear that do. a lot, and it just it warms my heart. Thank you, bro. You're do, you're doing really well. You're doing really really well. I'm proud of you. I'm trying, man. You know, I just want to be able to be a good example for the people around me. I'm trying to do better. Do better, radio. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yeah, that's that's my introvert vice. Because it's so easy to just, you know, lose yourself, you know, get out of that that mindset of, oh, man, I got to take care of this. I got to pay for that. I got to go fix this. Um, just earlier this week, in fact, yesterday, I was, uh, re- what is it, replacing the cables for BNC cameras. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I get up in the attic, I'm looking in there and I'm thinking, mind you, last time I tried to do that, I fell through a ceiling. Um, we, repaired, we, we repaired it though. It was uh, probably like 70 bucks total. She rock was very cheap at the time. But 
I'm looking, and last time we did this, there was a bunch of insulation. I mean, there mm-hmm. wasn't a bunch of insulation, but now that we have all of this uh, shredded insulation literally layered over top of everything that we need, you know, it's like, uh, I can't do this BNC uh, replacement. So yeah. now um, I got to switch to wireless security cameras, and that sucks. But, you know, it's, it's small things that I do. When I think about all of these things, these things that I have to do, these projects, you know, money that I have to set aside. I got a credit card due. I got student loans due. Uh, it's all of that. I just set it aside with a video game. And uh, that's my advice. Am I working on getting better with it? Yeah. You know, I make a more conscious effort and I reward myself with video games after exercising. You know, okay. it feels better and you can enjoy the vice more. And then eventually you can start weaning away from it when you find something that is quote unquote healthier to do. So um, my question for you, Jen, is, you know, what are some of the things that you've seen over the years as far as vices go and healthy ways to handle them? Oh, okay. So for me personally, I've seen some very interesting vices. So of course you get your, you know, your normal vices. My brother kind of has the same vice you do. He loves video games, very focused in them. That's, you know, that's his thing. Um, Even he needs to be, you know, doing something else he's into the video games but he's he's leading off now which is good and uh it's more of so for him it was a growing process because once i guess like once like i left like kind of like mainly his like older figure in his life he was just like yeah what what, what kind of have to do besides you know play video games you know because then you know he had no, he wouldn't, no one else to talk to no one else to like approach him so i think it, it's a it was an unhealthy vice but he's getting out of it through time and just some, sometimes some people need that that aspect of realizing that hey this vice is not good for me like it's not a good thing um for me personally i would say my vice was i'm an extrovert i'm an extrovert like 70 percent of the way and i like trying to be out to people you know talking to people everything so i want to say before quarantine my vice was probably not even going out to bars, but like when I did go out to bars, spending money at bars. I was like one of those people that, yeah, yeah. I was one of those people that would go out and I'd be like, hey, if I'm out, I want to drink, I'm gonna spend some money on the bars, you know. And then bars can get pricey after a while, really pricey. I, yeah, and I and, and I guess once I realized in quarantine that it wasn't necessarily so me wanting to go out and drink with people, you know, have fun with people. It was more so going towards like, I'm not going to say like a love language, but more so like a language that I understand, which is, you know, social, you know, I guess like quality time for people. Like I would guess me going out to the bars is more so missing just normal quality time. Cause I realized that if I didn't go to the bar and I just had like a kickback with some people, I enjoyed it better. Like I, I got my whole fix for basically going out to a bar, but I had more fun. And I think that's what leaned me off of it. And then when quarantine happened, I was just like, well, did did you just go dark? Okay. I don't know what just happened. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, that was, that was my I think my vice was definitely that, and now this quarantine has definitely changed some things. And for some people, their vices were, I guess I know it was like some a friend of mine. Their vice was, I guess, how do I put it? Uh, uh, they would show out for people more than they needed to. Basically, I don't know how to like put that in like a correct sentence, but they did more than they had to for attention, basically. Like they were people pleasing for no reason. Like I never understood it. And that was his vice. I'm like, my boy is getting, he's getting past it now. You know, life happens and he's older now, but that was a heavy vice. I saw like, as long as I knew, I knew him for, I know him now for, I've known you probably two years longer than him, but yeah. So I know him probably three years. Yeah. Probably three or two years. I don't know around there, but he he's doing better now but that was definitely advice like that advice of needing and wanting people's attention that weren't good for you but you wanted to please them to i guess appease like what you thought was you know the people basically so it was 
yeah, it was a very interesting time for him. Um, he got he got through it though. Uh, and I guess like some other vices, I would say, to be would be. I don't know, like, because if if he goes to other vices that I've seen, they go for more so relationship things. So, if we if we don't mind stepping into that, like you know, we have right. Okay, um, so because. I would say that I've seen people basically their vice is they don't see how much they appreciate how much the person like they're like with is not appreciating what they're doing for them. Mm. I would say it's like a vice. I've seen in relationships, a lot of relationships. I'm like, Hey, we've all been there. I can't, you know, exclude myself sometimes, but I, that's my main thing. I see with relationships is that kind of thing. You, we don't realize when, we're doing too much for what the person deserves or is not doing for us, essentially. It's like equality. It's basically equality in a relationship. See, I've been on uh, both sides of the coin. However, I'm not going to express those sides <laughs> in this scenario, at least not on this episode. However, um, I do want to get back to your friend who mm-hmm. uh, you know, felt the need to quote-unquote show out um, for me personally, in undergrad, and uh, I'm just figuring all of this stuff about myself, you know, now that uh, I'm isolated and quarantined and, you know, I can't necessarily, I mean, I can go outside, but, you know, I can't really go with people to places. Yeah. But wear your mask, guys, if you do go outside. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm noticing, you know, now that I'm older and I've had a lot more time to, uh, quote, for lack of a better term, meditate mm-hmm. on not only my own thoughts, but really my own being as into why I do the things I do. Uh, in the past, I would gravitate towards not entirely bad relationships, but really to be more so with people that wouldn't appreciate me for who I am or you know I I could I could understand the people pleasing thing Mm -hmm. but I realized that kind of stems from you know things that weren't there as a you know it wasn't a strength and base in my own childhood yes so personally yeah I know right (laughs) yeah like I guess I kind of saw for him too it was definitely came from the childhood base yeah you know you know it's and you really see it and this is, you know, this is going to offend some people. If I'm wrong, please drop a comment. Uh, shoot me a DM. Uh, what is it? At Sunnyside Sam Official. Shoot me an email at dobetterradio at gmail.com. But I, I normally, yeah, normally see this as a way of crying out for attention or love that wasn't given in the childhood stage from a parent or a set of parents. So for me personally, uh, I didn't really get that love from a parent. And, you know, don't get me wrong, uh, for my one parent that did raise me, they're the greatest person I could ever ask for in the world. We butt heads a lot, but this person and I wouldn't trade them for the world. However, with the other, uh, there was love that wasn't shown and there was a lot of missing emotion. You know, with some people, they could say, this is for me personally, for some people, they could say with that emotion, uh, well, this parent was always angry all the time. They were always drinking. They were always, you know, coming home late at night. They would disappear for days at a time. I just didn't get any of that. So having this, you know, realizing now and, you know, I'm in my mid 20s and I'm realizing now that I, I've been missing all of this and I'm like, I'm thinking and I'm looking back and I'm looking at at not only friendships, but relationships. And, you know, you, you were there for, <laughs> you were there for Ooh. a lot of them. We got, yeah, we got I know. I know. <laughs> it was cool. It was wild. I relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, with those relationships and I'm, you know, now I'm taking a step back and looking at it. I was thinking to myself, why did I put myself in those situations that were so terrible logistically? Oof. You know, granted, some people stay for love. Some people stay to, you know, for financial benefit. I was just there because it was, quote unquote, fun. And it made me feel great, you know, emotionally. 
However, thinking about and you know, this is you know, I'm throwing finance out of the window mm-hmm. when it comes to this. When you have to think about, huh, is this gonna be solid? Or, you know, am am I walking in faith here? Do I have complete and total trust with my partner? Or, you know, am I being bombarded with a bunch of questions when I'm literally in my room all to do that day? You know, there are certain mentally taxing things that you deal with in a relationship that you will purposely ignore in order to get any form of what you perceive as healthy, loving care. Preach it. Or for lack of a better term, you know, you just want somebody to be around, somebody to appreciate you being around. And sometimes if that means uh, either getting yelled at or, you know, not necessarily being listened to or being unappreciated or being the one that's unappreciating them. If that's what it means in order to get that feeling, that synthetic feeling of love, because that's not what it is, that synthetic feeling of care, that synthetic feeling of companionship, that synthetic feeling of bond, you know, it's not worth it. That's one of the things where you really got to step back, like I'm doing now, you step back and you look at yourself and say, why is it that I want this so much? And for all of you guys, all of my readers out there who um, have heard of Ellie Weisel, it's spelled W-I-E-S-E-L. Forgive me, I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> he has this memoir titled Night. And in there, correct me if I'm wrong, folks, but in there, there's a passage after the village is raided. And the temple is destroyed. Mind you, this takes place, takes place in the Holocaust time. And Eli Weissel is, um, he happens to be of Jewish descent. Uh, no, I, I can't even say he's Jewish. The village is Jewish. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. If I'm wrong, please, I implore you, hit me up in the comment section. Educate me so I can be better and I won't give people false information. But uh, while the temple is destroyed and he goes to visit the temple, he's crying. And when he's crying, he's visited by another villager, uh, Moishi the Beetle. I hope they don't sue me for mentioning all this. Uh, also, spoiler alert. But <laughs> visited by Moishi the Beetle, who remarks to him, why are you crying? Because the temple is gone and the temple is where we pray. To which Moishi the Beetle then asks him, why do you pray? And for me, when I read that, that kind of awoken something in me where it made me think, why do we do anything that we do? Mm. See, for the longest time, when I was younger, you know, I wanted to be, you know, highly successful and be a great engineer or astronaut. When I got into college, I was thinking, okay, after I finish university, I'm going to take my engineering degree. I'm going to go Ivy League and grab my master's. And then I'm going to go get a doctorate overseas or something like that. And I'm just going to hop right into the science field. I'm going to be amazing. And now that I'm, you know, I've finally graduated university and I'm in the workforce and I have a job and (laughs) most of the people that I work with are doctors (laughs) who had to work literal decades to get to where I'm at. And that's not a brag. It's, I mean, it could sound like a humble brag, but I'm just so thankful. Uh, All all praise God. (laughs) You know, (laughs) But I'm just so thankful and so grateful for every single person that I've met in my life to build that path so I could make it there. But I'm thinking now, did I want the doctorate for me or did I just want the title for notoriety? And then I had a thought last night. Uh, this is just last night I had this thought. Okay. Maybe the more, the more, if you have a room full of 10 doctors, I'm sorry, you have a room full of 10 people, nine of them are doctors. And one of them is not. And yet all of the people who are doctors are surrounding this one person who isn't a doctor. Who's the most interesting in the room? Ooh, I like that. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter, you know, who has the best hand. It's more so who's controlling the deck. And that sounds really disgustingly like, you know, sinister, venomous. But I'm saying all of that to say this. I was looking at getting a doctorate as a form of power and I was looking at it as I want to give a better standing for my kids if I'm blessed to have any if I have any kids you know they can say oh well that's Dr. Sunnyside Sam's daughter or Dr. Sunnyside Sam's grandson you know but I just I'm thinking maybe I don't need all of that 
maybe I just want to buy a house, save up my money, buy a second house, use the first one as a rental property, and, you know, do that whole real estate thing or whatever. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, you know, I I just, I'm thinking maybe I didn't need all of that. Maybe I just wanted the attention that came from that or the power that I would have over others from that. And the reason that I'm saying that is because I'm looking back and I'm thinking way in the dark recesses of my life, like when I'm like two, three, four years old, maybe it's because there are certain things that could have been handled better in my upbringing as far as education, um, patience, and, you know, there's a lot. But there's so many things that if they were done a different way, I probably wouldn't feel this way, you know, this form of narcissism. And I will admit that, you know, uh, or at least I'm self-diagnosing with a sense of narcissism. And if anyone wants to correct me, feel free to. I'm very well open to education. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's something that I'm realizing that I'm working through, not only working through, but getting better at. And now that I'm getting better at it, you know, I can consciously make the effort to do better on my part, not only for me, but for the people that I interact with. So, you know, if someone comes to me with a similar problem, I can say, I can't tell you what to do. However, here's my experience. Take that and run with it. But uh, that's that's why I relate so much to your friend who, you know, would, for lack of a better word, you know, show out. Yeah. Because I get that. Sometimes you want that attention because it's a twisted form of care and love that we just didn't get when we were younger. You know? Everyone says, oh, well, this is easy. It's a walk in the park. But some of us didn't really get to walk in the park, especially with their parents for, you know, a majority of their lives. Some of them had to work. Some of them had to deal with extraneous stuff. You know, it's just there's so much. But, you know, right now where I'm at in life, I'm so grateful and I'm so glad to have not only my family, but I'm even more happy and more privileged to have the friends that I've met and all of the experiences that I've had to make me who I am today. That, that's all I really got. I, I ain't got nothing. <laughs> Bro, you, you're so right though. It's, it's I, I'm with you on that. I'm just so blessed for my, my, I, I love my family, but I am more blessed with my friends because I have the most beautiful friends, like beautifully hearted friends. I love it. But you're absolutely correct. Um, Correct me if I'm wrong too, guys. Um, but when I was studying psychology in high in college, which is actually what I wanted to do originally, if you didn't know that yet. But um, when I was studying psychology, we learned that the ages of growth for you know anyone's life as they get word of the day. All right, ages. Yeah, is um between eight one and five usually because. Yes, your brain is processing from, you know, your age of growing, you know, between being born to one. And that's a lot can happen in between. But I would say specifically that 10 month mark, I guess you could say, to five years old. A lot, a lot of how you think as a person stems from down that age. So how you see the world too kind of stems from the age. I'm like, yes, it can all can change because how fast life can change. But our I would say our ground foundation how we see life is that so if we want to go into like our ego super ego and what is it ego super ego and uh i'm drawing a blank all of a sudden id yeah id yeah it's basically like that so it tears itself to basically as we get older and we mature and our personalized switch it tears itself either going from super ego ego or id and that's how I kind of see how, why, and I just want to understand how that age process is so, so important at that age. Because I didn't, I didn't grow up with, you know, both parents either. So around that age group, all I had was, you know, my one parent and blessfully, luckily, their family, you know, my aunts and uncles. So I was, I saw the world, you know, very happy, very go lucky it wasn't like completely go happy go lucky, but I saw it for the most part for the happy moments it can be. And I do understand how a lot of people don't see it can't or don't get the chance in my opinion to see it at it like that around that age to one and five to really have that experience where everything is pretty chill and relaxed. 
And then if they do have that, usually something flips on his head. I'm like, because we all have our issues. I'm like, because my personality grounded me and I know his personality grounded him from when he was a child. And you can, I just saw the difference though from the few years I've known him from how that personality though from when he was a kid switched from, you know, I'm people pleasing to I'm doing me. Like it's just mainly my focus and I'm so proud of that. But that's why, yeah, I would say definitely, it's definitely starts from childhood. Most definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because a lot of things can, you know, when you're a child, you're a child a lot of things can happen because, you know, you're defenseless, you're innocent. So, yeah, you pick up everything that you see. You know, that's kind of where uh, J. Cole, he mentions in that, uh, what's that song? Um, Half of Hours. Uh, children oh, yeah. in abusive households grow up knocking girlfriends out cold. I think that's the line. But when you're yeah. two, three years old and you see your father or, or your mother hitting their spouse and, you know, they still stay and that spouse is still there and cooking and or coming home from work and bringing all of this and still getting knocked the heck out and stays through all of that, you know, that's what you then adopt to be a form of love. That's what you see as, you know, not in all cases, but it's very influential as to where you're going to be when you grow up. You know, it's either something you're going to be extremely against or something that you're going to subconsciously be supporting. But that's something that you see early on. So for all of my listeners, I want to challenge you. I just want to make sure you guys, um, you know, if you're still here after not being offended or whatever, um, (laughs) take today not really today maybe tonight if you're listening tonight maybe tomorrow night maybe the weekend i don't know but sometime in the next seven days take this time to understand what exactly it is your vice is you know some people they say they're a gym rat that's not a vice that's healthy unless of course you're doing it unhealthily like you know you're going what four five hours seven days a week that's Ooh, you yeah, want for that <laughs> Now, the max I did when I first got the undergrad, it was what? I was in there an hour, maybe four days a week. No, that's a lie. Max I did was five days a week, an hour and a half every day. So that, that's the max. But if you're, you know, find out what your vice is. If, if you're a drinker, then hey, you're a drinker. You know, if you're a smoker, hey, you're a smoker. You know, if you're a, um, what's, what's the term? Um, hmm nymphomaniac then hey you're a nymphomaniac oh, oh that that is that yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're not going to get into that one all right you <laughs> hey that that's that that is a vice for another podcast a whole another podcast <laughs> <God>. <laughs> but you know whatever your vice is and it doesn't have to be along those three extremes if you want to call them extremes mm-hmm. you know find out what it is and then find out you know we're going to jump back to moisture beetle why is it that you do it? What do you gain from it? What exactly do you have the feeling of when you're done dealing with that vice for that time? You know, what are some of the things that you think about during that vice? Like, um, I don't want to spoil, but it, you remember when they were talking about when you reached the elevator high and then you think of uh, what are some of the things that I should be doing? Oh, dude, I should have been at the gym today. I should definitely work out. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, that, what are some of the things that you think about during these vices? You know, are you completely numbing your mind? Because in that case, you know, you're not necessarily medicating. I'm sorry. You're not necessarily meditating on what it is that ails you. You're medicating. So it just goes away. Wow. And it comes I, like back uh, I like that. You're not, yeah, not meditating. You're medicating. I like that. Yeah. You're, you're right. You're completely right. Because, you know, of course, medicine is good. It's supposed to help us, you know, be better and recover. But that's what mm-hmm. it's for. It's for recovery, not necessarily putting pain away until it's ready to come back again. You know, at some point, you do have to address it. And yeah. I will be honest with you guys, the process for me realizing why exactly in, you know, my earlier years, I wanted certain attention slash uh, feelings from relationships is because, you know, I didn't necessarily meditate on why. 
you know, I, I just jumped in there. I enjoyed it. You know, I got hurt by it, dusted myself off, got back in there. Rather than stopping, thinking, looking at, why am I even doing this? You know, and I'm not saying that every single one of those relationships is meaningless. No, in no way, shape, or form. Because as I tell you guys all the time, every single person that you meet and have a conversation with, that you wave to, that you flip off in traffic, (laughs) you know, that person that you crashed off the side of the highway, but every single person that you ever interact with will always change your life. And for the people that you interact with more than once a week, a month, a day, an hour, those are the people who are going to be building blocks for who you are as a person. Those are the people who make you cater what exactly am I going to say when I speak in this room full of people? How exactly am I going to eat when I go out to this nice fancy dinner with my boss or my my wife or my husband or my Apache helicopter? You know, what am I going to do when I take my dog out for a walk? You know, these are the people that you're interacting with on the regular who are going to be responsible, which is why I say it's so important. It's so important to do your absolute best, not for people, but for you. So when people look at you, it's, oh, that person's really nice. Mm -hmm. That person's really doing great. I want to do better like them. Do better radio. That's it. That's the show. (laughs) (laughs) I I honestly can't offer anything more, you know, um, as far as, you know, that, that small piece. Just I challenge you again. I challenge you. Find your vice. What do you think about during your vice? What did you get out of it? And if it's if you know it's bad for you, how do you stop it? And how do you you know get better at that? I've uh, you know this is left whole left turn. But <laughs> I've heard uh, for smokers, uh, if you can't stop smoking, grab cinnamon sticks. You know, keep like four or five of them in your shirt pocket, jacket pocket, whatever it is. And whatever you feel like a smoke, you know, grab a cinnamon stick, chew it up. Um, it's going to be really weird the first couple times you do it. Me, I tried it because I just like cinnamon. It's I'm a cinnamon addict. You know, smoking problem? No, not at all. Do I just love cinnamon? Disturbingly so, yes. <laughs> but I uh, just wanted to drop that tidbit. And for anyone who isn't, uh, you know, dealing with the smoking vice, grab a cinnamon stick anyway because they are really good. A bit spicy, but really good. And for that's your challenge, guys. Find your vice. Can I put in uh, anything for the drinkers? Ah, uh, ooh, ah, uh, jeez. Hey, um, this, this help me. This help me. This help me. So, as a drink, this because you know, we we went to when we were in university. We were. Well, I was wilding slightly. I'm not going to hold you. Well, yeah. We were some wild boys. Yeah, yeah, we were some wild boys. Let's leave it at that. But, you know, <laughs> that, when, when, you know, once, once we, once, you know, you left though, I was still there. I go, like, I, I was still on my little, you know, drinking bench. But I think what helped me most was you kind of have to force yourself to go that cold turkey. Like, and I would say if you can't get fully full tur- cold turkey, if you're like coming from, you know, liquor mainly, I would say jump into something lighter. I had to jump into red wines. I, I jumped into wines and then red wines. And if you're heavy on like drinking wine and you can do all of it, I mean, you can do all the alcohols. I would say definitely just, just try to cut cold turkey. It's going to suck. You're going to be, you know, ready to fight everyone, but it definitely <laughs> It definitely does help, and your body feels ten times better. And just purge your body with water, 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 water. And I would say to get like a craving of something different for the like alcohol burn. I know some people don't like. I guess because we would want that slight taste of fermentation or slight taste of alcohol. So if you are not a health nut, but if you are a health nut and you are know about it, kombucha kombucha tea is my pre- preference over you know just normal kombucha but definitely it gives a nice fermentation of a nice kind of alcohol hit but without like you know getting completely plastered so highly recommend and you can get it anywhere just about <laughs> uh, yeah i definitely um 
I've never had kombucha. I've always heard about it, but you know, I might try. I might try that. Keyword is might. Yeah, but it, it's not for everyone. I would definitely say that. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, also, I do want to say this because what you said earlier with how we gravitate towards people and how people around us um, are everything. There was a thing called uh, so it was like you know your your vibe attracts your tribe, and yeah, and how I like it, it was like I said a vibe instead of like you know your vibe. It was like a vibe, like a a vibe in any area, like energy travels. So a vibe will attract a tribe. So you have to always remember like what vibe are you gravitating towards to or or is pulling you towards something like is it a good vibe or a bad vibe you got to kind of dictate that because if you're getting pulled towards that bad vibe that's when things get bad if you're getting pulled towards that good vibe but a bad vibe is pulling on you that's when things get questionable so i would definitely like like you know just remember that like just because your tribe is not going there but your vibe is and you might think it's the best way that new tribe might not be the best tribe but always remember that you know your vibe attracts your tribe i'm gonna have to put that on the sticky note because that was a lot <laughs> the only way i interpreted that and this you know i'm ignorant you know yeah. I, I looked at that as the energy that you put out is the energy that you get back from the universe mm-hmm. you know, that's that's what i got from that but you also got to be wary Everything that also comes to you isn't what you put out. Yes, that space. That you got it. Hey, that's exactly what I said. In a long, in a short way. Yeah. You guys know I'm highly ignorant on this show. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um, no, that, that's beautiful, dude. That is absolutely spectacular. You know, I honestly, the purpose that I, I wanted to start this show, the purpose of this show, was. I just wanted everyone, you know, who was able to hear, you know, me speak, my guests speak. I want them to be able to take something or get a certain feeling that makes them want to do better and something very small in their lives. You know, if you just take your clothes and you throw them on the couch or you throw them on the bed and not fold them for like six hours at a time, not because you don't have time, but just because you don't feel like it. You know, and I'm not coming at anybody's lifestyle. I'm just using this as an example. But, you know, uh, instead of just folding them all at once, since you're not used to it, just maybe fold a T-shirt, a pair of underwear, and put some socks in that little sock ball. You know? Start small. Yeah, you know, start small. You know, you don't have to, I don't want any of my listeners think, oh, I got to do this immediately. No, guys, Mm -hmm. life is full of progression. You know, you don't get born one day. And then you're 40 working in an office the next day. I'm not 40. Please, please don't. Everything done. <laughs> like I said, mid-20s. Yeah, guys. So, that old. <laughs> life is a progression. And everything that you encounter is just that. Progression. You know, you're supposed to, in my view, you're supposed to take everything that comes at you in life and look at it as an experience that you can pass on to someone else. You know, everything that happens bad isn't bad. It, now, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. There are some things that are absolutely horrible that happen to people. And I think that's really jacked up that it has to happen that way. Mm-hmm. Well, it doesn't have to happen. But I think it's jacked up that it does happen that way. But after it, you know, a year later, two years later, five years later, ten years later, you look back and you look at that bad day or that horrible experience by the time you get embarrassed in front of the whole class in 11th grade in front of the AP biology teacher um very specific (laughs) but you look at those experiences and you think back and you give everyone who comes after you who asks you or something similar to that hey this is what I do you can do this if you want you know, yeah. I, I feel that our job in life as human beings is to just aid the progression of not only our technology, but our quality of life. And, you know, I'm not going to bring religion into it because a lot of them kind of oh, say the same. 
<laughs> all the same thing. Don't be a jerk. Be kind to people. Be patient and all of that. But that's that's really what I believe, you know, life is really about being patient, helping others do better. And and really, you know, drop the others do better. Just helping. Yeah. Just help, you know. If you can't help, then at least don't harm. Yes. Yeah. Like, honestly, I would rather people, like, if you guys cannot help, do not harm. I love that because I see so many people, so many people, so many good people, too, that when they realize they can't help, they have done harm. So, yeah. Yeah. You'd be surprised, man. You'd be surprised how many people, you know, wake up in the morning. And I was one of these people recently. (laughs) <laughs> and then I got my new job. <laughs> There's some people who wake up in the morning and they have to go to work and they absolutely hate their job, not because of the job itself, but because of the people that they have to deal with. Mm. But, you know, you get the people who go into work and when someone asks them, hey, man, how are you doing? Well, you know, I'm not dead yet. <laughs> and I, I was one of those people. You know, I'm still here. I'm surviving. Well, I made it through the night. You know, as true as it was, you know, it's not a false statement, nor is it an inaccurate statement. I started thinking, you know, after I left the job, of course, and I, you know, had a new mindset. I was in a new environment with much better people who are so much more helpful. Thank you, God. (laughs) Um, I started looking at things as... You know, things may not be peachy right now. I could be having a really terrible day, you know, and then I express that. I express that I'm having a terrible day and I allow myself to cool off and then I come back to whoever I express it to and say, hey, thanks for listening. I'm so grateful. But I look at things now as I'm getting better every day. And that's the goal. If you can't say anything good about yourself, and when you look in the mirror in the morning, if you look in the mirror in the morning, <laughs> I, I don't know. You know it's like, but if you can't say anything positive about yourself to someone else or to yourself in the mirror in the morning, at least tell yourself and, you know, try and tell everyone who asks you, just say you're getting better every day. Because if you're making a conscious effort and if you're thinking about your vices or things that you need to be better read or, you know, you're you know, at least thinking about it, you're writing stuff down or, you know, you're listening to a podcast or, you know, you're you're trying to be better. Yeah. You're getting better every day. And I'm so proud of you for that. And, you know, even if you're not, I'm still proud of you because in this crazy world of ours, it's really high stress and there's a lot of pressure on everybody. Literally from the age of two to like, I don't know. Whenever you stop working, there's a lot of pressure on you. And I'm so happy and I'm so proud that each and every one of you that are listening are still here, still kicking, and still being an annoyance or a joy in someone's life. Because you're here in this moment now, and that's something really beautiful. And I'm so proud of every one of you. Don't forget that Sunny Side Sam said that. Put it on a T-shirt. <laughs> I love that. Was that bro? You, you killed that. Like, yes. I don't know if I can't even add to. I don't know if that. I can't. You, you, you said it all, bro. No lie. Yeah, you know, I, I just I want everyone, whoever meets a good person, to want to be better because of that good person. I just want us all to do better. Be better radio. <laughs> yes, yes, bro. But you know, I love it. Do better radio, guys. Do better radio. Yeah, I think um, I don't. I don't think I have any more for the topics. You know, we talked about vices. I gave my challenge to the listeners. Uh, uh we can drop tags. You want to drop tags or no? Uh, sure. You drop tags. Um, as I stated before, guys, you can reach me over on Instagram at Sunnyside Sam Official. Uh, it's literally all word, the score is nothing like that, all one word. Uh, email me at do better radio at gmail.com. Again, it's all one word, no underscores, no periods, no dashes, nothing like that. 
because I'm I'm lazy, guys. That's that's why I made it because I'm lazy. But um, contact me there if you want to do an episode with me. You know, just let me know, and then you know I'll go over you know quote unquote certain guidelines. There are, uh, if you guys have noticed, certain things that I just don't uh, talk about. <laughs> and if you do ever want to do an episode with me, then you'll discover those things that I don't talk about. <laughs> but I'm willing and able to do an episode with anybody who wants to do an episode with me. Uh, you know, of course, you got to have the Anchor app. This is what this uh, is sponsored by. And I'm pretty sure you heard the sponsor segment at the beginning of this. But, you know, hit me up on one of those platforms. And then we can discuss things. And if you just want to tell me if I'm wrong or you want to talk and express your opinion about some of the topics that we've mentioned, or you want to, you know, just add to the pool of knowledge or maybe add some Kool-Aid into the picture of knowledge. I, I don't know. Just be the top. Sugar. You know, hit me up on the platform. Uh, you can find Jen. I don't know where they can find you. Where can they find you? Uh, for uh, for right now. So Instagram and Twitter will be coming soon. For and on my Instagram and my Twitter, both I will be on my Instagram mainly. I'd probably I'd mainly be posting like uh, what albums are going to be playing coming up. And on my Twitter, you can go there and pro- and more likely I'll ask some questions and hopefully getting some questions back. You know, just writing about what topics are going on that I feel that I want to talk about and what music I'm into and all that. And you guys can check me there. I will be more than likely getting those done between this week and between this week. Yeah. But for right now, you can check me out on anchor app, you know, shout out to anchor on chai radio, C H A I I space radio. And yeah, just hit me up. You know, we're just going to be over there, listen to some records and uh, just talking about life, you know, the good vibes, positive energy all day, every day. Go subscribe to him now. <laughs> you know, find him <laughs> on Spotify. I think when you drop your first episode, it should be everywhere. Uh, Castbox, Spotify, Apple Music. Um, Castify, I think, is the last one. I don't know about Google Podcasts. It should be on Google Podcasts. Okay, I'll check it out. But yeah, they drop it everywhere. Stitcher. Yeah, mm. it's on everything. <laughs> um, you know, guys, find him there, and when this episode is released, or I get in, uh, yeah, updated information from Jen, I'll definitely post it along with the uh, information or the episode description. So, um, you you got anything else, or, or are we good? Uh, uh, bro, uh, I just thank you for having me, bro. This is this has been fun. I enjoyed this. Thank you for putting me on to like you know podcasts. I am absolutely nothing without the people of the world, and you are the people in my world and i appreciate you for being here thank you thank you couldn't do i literally can't do this without you (laughs) (laughs) Um, we we got what a 50 plus minute episode man you know this is is thanks to you this is shout out to you thank you jen (laughs) thank you for having me bro really appreciate it shout out to the man (laughs) this has been a wonderful episode of do better radio this is sunny side sam signing off and I want to say, if you don't remember anything else that we've said today, just do your absolute best to do better. Peace. Hey.